Hey everybody, welcome. I'm so glad that you're joining us online today here at Arise Church Denver. My name is Matt Wolf. I'm the lead pastor. I'm so glad you're joining us today. If I haven't met you or if you're newish to our church, please go to arisedenver.com new or go to our homepage and press that I'm new button. Fill out that form so that I can connect with you so that we can connect with you and get to know you a little bit. Plus, we do something special, which is really good this holiday season, that we give $5 to the Denver Rescue Mission in your name to help someone who's homeless get off the streets or find a meal. Please do that. I'd love to connect. Well, I'm so glad that you guys are here uh, because we are finishing our series on hope. And we're going to talk about how we can take hope into the future because we have made it now till the end of 2020. That's pretty amazing. We have made it, right? That, that's pretty great. I, I honestly think that this is one of those years that we need encouragement and we need to say, like, pat ourselves on the back. Please just do that right now, wherever you are. Just pat yourself on the back because we have made it through the end of this year. And I think we need someone to cheer us on. You know, my, my son, Kanan, who's who just turned one, we have, we have twins, Canaan and Evie, and they're learning how to walk, and we love to cheer them on uh, when, when they walk. I have a little bit of uh, video as they're, they're starting to learn to walk. Here's Canaan. I just love how he just likes that encouragement. He needs this clapping, someone pushing him forward. And I was thinking about it with our daughter McKinley, who's about to turn four. Like, when did I stop cheering her on for walking? Because we don't do that for each other, right? But this year, we probably needed it. Some of you need it right now. Like, good job, you got out of bed today. Good job, you applied for a job. You're, you're moving on into the future. You practice that skill because you're unemployed right now. We're cheering you on because this has been a hard year. But as we look forward into 2021, we're saying... How can I keep moving ahead? I hope in this season that you've, you've grown in your hope. We've, this whole series through The Thrill of Hope, if you've missed any, you can go back to arisedenver.com media, get the audio, video, and transcript of every message. But we hope that you've felt that thrill of hope. I hope maybe even in the holiday season you felt the thrill of hope. The stimulus package gets passed. Maybe there's some economic hope for our country or for your family. And you've seen the vaccine rolling out. Maybe even you've gotten your first dose. There's a sense of hope right now. But let's be honest. As we move into this new year, things get rough. It's cold. It's winter. It's sometimes you're freezing and you're like, when is the sun ever going to come again? When is it ever going to get warm up again? Maybe you're thinking, hey, let's look ahead because in February, let's be honest, we won't be doing those great resolutions we set out to do in the new year. We were trying to make the new year new me and it kind of faltered, failed. You're starting to beat yourself up. I know that's going to be happening for us. Maybe the pandemic seems to keep going on and on and on, or things that you thought were going to get better didn't. Or maybe even when this pandemic is over, you're saying, why was I looking forward to all this when my life was bad before the pandemic? So how do we take the hope that we have, maybe in this Christmas season, maybe even from watching some good Hallmark movies or, or not-so-good ones that make you feel good, and how do we take the hope that we have, that sense of thrill of hope, and how do we move into the future holding on to it? That's what we're going to talk about today. And we need to learn today, our big idea today, is to hold on to Jesus to be anchored in hope. We need someone who's firm and secure, who will hold us in place when all the storms of life push us around. We need that anchor, and that is Jesus. Hold on to Jesus to be anchored in hope. Now, 
I remember when I, we were in Nebraska, my wife and I lived there for five and a half years, and there was a place we loved to go called Cotton Mill Park, and they had a little lake, and you could rent these little pontoon boats, had a tiny little motor, and you'd go out there. This, this small boat, I don't know what it was, eight by four, you can get a few people on it, and you'd get that little motor, and you'd go about five miles an hour across the boat. We, we just loved doing it, and I remember one day, we were going out towards the shore because there's some fun trees to see. We got near a patch of brambles, so, so everybody, I was there with my wife and my uh, mother and father-in-law, and they're like, hey, could, could you pull us back? But the way this motor worked was if you twisted it one direction, you went forward, and if you twisted it the other direction to the left, you went in reverse. So as we're drifting near, because that's what happens when you're on the water, right? We're drifting near these brambles. I turn on the motor in the wrong direction. So we just go as fast as we can forward into these brambles. I throw my in-laws into the brambles. And, and it's the craziest thing because there's, there's a bramble bush filled with spiders and they all start falling into the boat. There's spiders everywhere. We're in the brambles and I'm going the wrong direction and I just felt so foolish. But isn't that what we do sometimes? We make bad decisions. We, we do stupid things. We even sin and we get ourselves going in the wrong direction and we get off course. We even run into some bad things. That's what we do sometimes purposely, and this year, in 2020, we've seen some of those things happen even when we don't intend them to happen. When you're on the lake or on the ocean and there's a storm picking up, you can feel those waves move you, pushing you back and forth. You're starting to get a little seasick, or maybe the rains are coming. And if you're not careful when you're in a boat, the water will drift you. Whether it's from bad decisions we make or just the way that life is going, we get pushed around off, to, off course, away from where we want to go, and that's why it helps to have an anchor. That's why we need something like an anchor to hold us in place. And the good thing is Jesus is the anchor that if we hold on to him, we will be anchored in hope for the future. I want to show you this from Hebrews chapter 6. We're going to look at just a, a, really a verse and a half today. And in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19, we read, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. I think that's what we need, something firm and secure. Now, I talked with one of my friends here in the church, Mike. He has a little boat, and I said, hey, you got an anchor, and he gave me this one. You know, it's not really the huge ones we see in the movies, but this is a good enough anchor for a small boat, right? And you see this anchor, it's heavy. Um, it has a rope attached to it, and if you want your boat to stay still, like if you're mooring somewhere overnight, or if you're just jumping out into the lake and you want to swim and you don't want your boat to drift off and run into the shore or who knows what, you put that anchor down, don't you? You place the anchor down, and it's going to hold you firm as long as you are still holding on to the rope. So what we're going to talk about today is that Jesus is our anchor. And he needs to be our anchor because when we put hope, like we talked about last week, in the government or, or for things in the future, or even a person that we love and care about, they may not be around. They might not pull through. They might not do what we want them to. But if we hold on to Jesus, then we are anchored. And that's what we need to do. Say, he's there. He's secure. He's firm. We just need to hold on to the rope. So that's what we're going to really talk about today, that we need that. So it, it says that this anchor is firm and secure if, if we hold on to it. So, so how does this work? Well, I want to read one more verse, actually the second half of verse 19, where it says that it enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where our forerunner, Jesus, has entered on our behalf. Okay, this author of Hebrews who wrote this book to the early Christians, the early followers of Jesus, he, he's teaching them about who Jesus is, and, and there's kind of some mixed metaphors going on there. So let me just explain it real clearly. 
So he's saying, hey, we need this anchor in front of us to hold on to, to have hope for the future when, when life gets tough, when the storms are pushing us around. And that Jesus entered into, it says, the most holy place. That's where the inner sanctuary is, the sanctum sanctorum, the holy of holies. See, in the Old Testament, God's people were, were to build a temple. And in the center of this temple, in the very middle of it, there was one special room, this holy of holies, where the Ark of the Covenant, the place where God said, I will dwell among my people. I will live there and be among them and have my presence there among my people. That was in that inner sanctuary that inner sanctuary, and Jesus has gone there, it's saying. Now, this is important because back in those days, in the days of the temple before Jesus, only one person was allowed inside that inner sanctuary. One person, the high priest. And because high priests, like the rest of us, all have issues and sin and, and struggles, they would have to do this big sacrificial ceremony in order for one day a year, one day a year, the high priest to be able to go into this inner sanctuary behind a veil, a curtain that would let them in. So one person could do it one time a year to be in the presence of God, to be with Him, because God is perfect, God is holy. And what the author of Hebrews is teaching us is that Jesus has gone there into the inner sanctuary, into the presence of God, into the holies of holies, because He is the perfect high priest. And because He has done that, because He has gone before us, as it says in the verse, He is our forerunner, we can look to Him and follow Him there. So with Jesus, that veil was torn, and it even says that when Jesus died on the cross, the veil in the curtain—I'm cur sorry—the curtain, the veil in the temple tore in half. That that separation between God and His people was forever torn down, and Jesus made the way because Jesus was perfect. Though all of us sin, even the great high priests, the, the best people around us, the most righteous, holy people—they sin. Jesus never did. He did everything right, and He went before us, showing what it means to be on a journey of faith. And when we follow him and look to him and follow him, we can go into that inner sanctuary. This means that we can look forward to the presence of God, where God is perfect, where, where there's heaven, where there is no more sickness, sorrow, pain, or death, no more pandemics, no more breakdowns, no more economic um, issues, no more lack of funds, no more missing out on meals, no more homelessness. We look forward to that, and Jesus has gone into that perfection of heaven and saying, if you follow me, you can come too. And that's why we need to hold on to him, because we're still in this life. We haven't made it yet to the fullness of the presence of God, where there's the fullness of joy. We haven't made it there yet. We, we acknowledge that. We look at the imperfections around us, the issues, the breakdowns, the deaths we see from this pandemic. We look forward to that heaven. But the only way that we will make it there, the only way that we can have hope no matter what happens in this life is by holding on to Jesus because he is that firm, secure anchor. So are you holding on to him? If you want to enter in, you've got to follow after Jesus. Now, our whole next series, The Quest, is going to be about this journey of following Jesus till that, that final resting place when we can enter in behind the curtain, that inner sanctuary. We're going to learn so much about it, so I, I promise you, you need to come back. You're going to love this series that we're starting on January 10th, The Quest. So you'll learn about what that journey is like, but today, I do not want you to turn this off. I don't want you to turn this off until you've said, I'm going to hold on to Jesus in 2021. 
I'm going to hold on into the future because I need it. I need hope. I need, I, I need to be moving forward because things don't seem good or, or maybe they seem good now, but I know that come January, February, things are going to get worse. Or, or next year, or, or, or there's going to be a point in my life I need to hold on to hope. So learn to hold on to Jesus right now. He is that firm, secure anchor. You've got to hold on to that rope, right? You've got to hold on to the rope. Parker Palmer um, tells about in the, the upper Midwest where the winters are pretty rough. And there's some really bad uh, winters there, really bad blizzards. And if you go out in these blizzards, sometimes they're so bad the wind will knock you off course, you can't even see your hand in front of your face. What farmers would do, because they had to go out of the house to go to the barn and feed the animals, they would tie a rope from their front door to the barn. They would tie that rope firm, and when they went out, because they had to go out in these terrible blizzards that were biting cold, and they would have to hold on to the rope, because if they didn't, there's all sorts of stories recorded that people would go out, and they would get blown around, get knocked off course, and some of them would even die just a few feet from their front door, because they were so turned around and lost in those nasty blizzards. But farmers who were smart would learn to hold on to the rope so that they could get to where they needed to go and back. But they had to hold on firmly throughout the blizzard. They had to hold on to hope. And that's what we need to learn to do, to hold on to that rope. Hold on firmly, because Jesus is the anchor who is firm and secure and will never let us down, because Jesus lived that perfect life. He died in our place, and he went into the Holy of Holies. He rose from the dead, showing that God has all power. And if Jesus made it to the Holy of Holies, made it to perfection, if we follow him, we can do it too through his help. That's what faith is. It's trusting him and, and saying that he has made it, so because of my faith, I can make it too. Not because I will be perfect, but because he will forgive me because of what he's done on the cross. And that gives us a lot of hope no matter what gets thrown at you. 2020 was hard. The hardest year of my life. Hardest year, I think, for a lot of you. 2021 may be better, but maybe not. But whatever we're moving ahead to, whether it's health issues, financial struggles, not having a job, not having purpose in your life, maybe you're being lonely right now, all on your own, and you're saying, I need hope. I'm telling you, hold on to Jesus. Hold on to Jesus. He's the one, even in the midst of the storm, as he was on that boat, in this life and he was on a boat there's a storm his disciples are freaking out wake up Jesus help us and with a word he calms the storms Jesus is the one who even conquered over death when he went on the cross and rose from the dead three days later so we don't even have to fear death whatever it is that we're afraid of that's pushing us off course that's making us drift it's our own mistakes or the terrible things that are happening to us in life no matter what it is we can have hope for the future if we hold on firmly securely to the rope that is Jesus. Hold on to Jesus to be anchored in hope. Hold on to Jesus. So if you're watching this right now, I just want you to close your eyes for a moment. I want you to close your eyes and you're watching this at home. Nobody's looking. And even if there's other people around, who cares? Tell them to close their eyes too. Close your eyes and I just want you to reach out one hand and close it around that rope. It's not there, but I just want you to imagine that rope that's connected to Jesus. Put out your other hand, too, and tie it to that rope and just say, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on. Maybe type that in the comments. I'm holding on. I'm holding on. We need to hold on to that hope right now. Let me pray for you. Lord God, I know that there are people watching this, listening to this right now, 
who, who may have a sense of hope right now. It, it, it's maybe been a better season. Some things are starting to get better, but Lord God, I pray that you'd help them to hold on firmly to you no matter what comes. That you would be their anchor through the hardest, darkest time. Give them and fill them not only with the thrill of hope, but with the strength to hold on through every storm because you are firm, you are secure, you are faithful, and you have done it. And Lord God, I, I pray for the person right now who's watching this who doesn't know your son Jesus. I pray that you'd stir in their heart a sense that they need this hope moving into the new year. And I pray that you would just fill them and that they would want to believe. And if you're watching this right now and you want to make Jesus your Lord and Savior so you can hold on to him, would you just say this prayer right after me? Dear God, thank you for loving me. I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. Save me. I declare that Jesus is Lord. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to follow you and serve you and hold on to hope for the rest of my life. Amen. Now, if you said that prayer, I want you to go to risedenver.com slash follow. Fill that form out. I'll even send you a book. I want to just encourage you. I'll applaud you for taking those steps like I applaud my son and, and daughter when they're learning how to walk because this is so important for you because you now have eternal life. You have a future to look forward to that will be firm and secure no matter what happens. And as we sing this last song in our service today, I want you to think about that anchor that's holding in the veil. Okay, that, that's what this, this song says. And it's kind of a weird phrase because it actually comes from the old King James Version from the 1600s. The, the anchor holds within the veil. It's just a different translation. It means what's coming from this verse. That that anchor is there in the holy place where God is, Jesus himself, and we just need to hold on. No matter what life throws at us, we're going to be okay. My hope is built on nothing less in Jesus' blood and his righteousness. So let's sing that song wherever you are and join us on January 10th for the quest. <laughs>